0: Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash wondery. Bitwalla to bank? The company has announced what it's calling a blockchain bank account. Good evening, I'm Brady Dale, and this is Late Confirmation from Coindesk. On today's show, a cryptocurrency exchange in Bahrain may become the Persian Gulf's first to be licensed by a central bank. Also, Swiss regulators have given their blessing to a cryptocurrency asset fund. And Bitwalla has struck a partnership with a notable German fintech startup as part of its mission to launch what it calls a blockchain bank account. We'll have all that and more coming up on Late Confirmation. Two blockchain veterans are gearing up to launch what could be the first cryptocurrency exchange in the Persian Gulf to be licensed by a central bank. Revealed exclusively to Coindesk, Rain Financial has opened its public waiting list after a year in the central bank of Bahrain's FinTech Sandbox. The project aims to offer both a brokerage for retail crypto investors and an institutional platform along the lines of Coinbase Pro in Silicon Valley. Khalid Saad, CEO of Bahrain Fintech Bay, a nonprofit co-working space for startups, told Coindesk Lee Quinn, there's no cryptocurrency exchange in the region that is officially regulated. Hopefully, Rain will be the first one. Rain Financial is seeking to cater to an institutional consumer base, which sets it apart from other long-running Bitcoin startups like BitOasis. Yet, like other crypto firms in the region, Rain faced an uphill battle in securing the partners and approval needed to operate. Backing their vision are crypto veterans such as Cumberland Mining founder Mike Komoransky, Bitcoin Core developer Jimmy Song, and BRD Crypto Wallet co-founder Aaron Lasher. Moving to Switzerland, a financial markets regulator in that country has issued a license to a cryptocurrency investment fund. It's a move that opens the door for wider institutional participation in the country's crypto activities. Zug-based Crypto Finance AG announced on Tuesday that the Swiss Financial Market Supervisory Authority, FINMA, has given the green light to its subsidiary, Crypto Fund AG, to legally act as an asset manager. A search in the FINMA database shows that the company is now authorized as a manager of collective investments under the country's Collective Investment Schemes Act. It was founded by a former UBS banker in 2017. In recent years, Switzerland has proved popular with the companies working with cryptocurrencies and blockchain thanks to its relatively welcoming regulatory regime. With the license, the firm said CryptoFund AG is now allowed to manage and distribute both domestic and foreign funds for investing in crypto-related projects. Blockchain startup Bitwalla is aiming to launch Germany's first blockchain bank account, and it's working with Berlin-based fintech company Solaris Bank to make it happen. The goal is to launch the service in mid-November, and Bitwalla hopes to cater to those who already hold cryptocurrencies. Bitwalla raised €4 million in the new funding last month to support its efforts. Built as part of Solaris Bank's blockchain factory initiative, the partnership will enable Bitwalla to offer banking services by way of Solaris Bank's German banking license, spokesperson Roman Kessler told Coindesk. Bitwalla's partner has some notable backers, including Spain-based BBVA and card provider Visa. Solaris Bank closed 56.6 million euros in Series B funding earlier this year, according to TechCrunch, having been founded in 2016. Thus far, according to the company, 35,000 users have pre-registered for the upcoming service. SpankChain, a cryptocurrency project focused on the adult industry, has suffered a breach that saw almost $40,000 in ETH stolen. In a blog post published Tuesday entitled We Got Spanked, the SpankChain team disclosed the hack saying 165 ETH had been lost Saturday evening. The intrusion, which the post said was made possible by a bug in its payment channel smart contract, also caused $4,000 to be frozen in SpankChain's site-specific stablecoin called Booty. On the crypto stolen $9,300 worth of ETH and Booty belonged to its users. And the remainder to the project, according to the blog post, full refunds will be sent directly to users' SpankPay accounts and will be available as soon as they reboot Spank Live, the company's campsite. SpankChain warned two to three days worth of delays ahead while its developers patch the issue behind the hack, redeploy a new smart contract, and fix the other contract issues that were already being worked on. Limits on the use of booty tokens have also been put in place temporarily. So far, the team says, it seems the attack was due to a re-entrancy bug, similar to the one that allowed a major hack of the DAO crypto project in 2016. The exploit resulted in the DAO being drained of tens of millions of dollars worth of ETH. In other stablecoin news, Japanese IT giant GMO Internet is jumping into the race to launch a successful one planning the launch of a yen-pegged cryptocurrency in 2019. The company said in an announcement Tuesday that it will start full-scale preparation to issue the stablecoin, called GMO Japanese Yen, or GJY, in preparation for a move into the blockchain remittance and settlement business. A stablecoin, for those who don't know, is a cryptocurrency that uses various methods to maintain a stable price. GJY will be issued to the Asian markets in the fiscal year of 2019 via Z.com, a cryptocurrency exchange subsidiary launched by GMO as part of its wider efforts to move into the cryptocurrency business. GMO is the latest in a flurry of notable companies to have issued a stablecoin in recent months. According to a report from the company Blockchain, there were 57 active stablecoins at the end of September. For more on today's stories and to subscribe to our newsletters, check out Coindesk.com. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Coindesk. Plus, if you're enjoying the show so far, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. For Coindesk, I'm Brady Dale, and this has been Late Confirmation.